Welcome to 15 Minute Friday on Life in the Front Office. And today I'm welcomed by another fellow Bobcat classmate, Drew Femler. And Drew is actually out in the uh, the Valley of the Sun where I'm originally from. So jealous of uh, his warm weather right now compared to West Lafayette, Indiana. I think it's, we were talking earlier, it's a little bit different. But uh, Drew, welcome onto the podcast. Uh, we're happy to have you and, and looking forward to chatting with you. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Definitely Absolutely. enjoying myself here in here in Phoenix. Well, have to yeah, catch, uh, next time you're in town. Yeah, for sure. And I and I know you guys are quite a quite a ways through the NBA season. Tell us a little bit about your your role with the Phoenix Suns and and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So my title with the Suns is Operations and Research Manager, um, and I'm housed within the Marketing Partnerships team. So with with our team, we have you know a traditional sales team, traditional activation team, and then the operations team. So um, we're basically responsible for all CRM management, uh, market research, impression analysis, handling really any outside vendor that we use. Um, so really anything that we're getting data from. So uh, something as simple as Nielsen for TV ratings. Um, we partner with Gum Gum Sports. They're a company that uh, does a lot of social media evaluation, um, some prospecting tools. So kind of handle those relationships as well. Um, and really just kind of making sure that everything flows as well from a, a reporting and, and data background back end. Um, so basically anything with numbers and marketing partnerships I handle. Well, numbers numbers seem to be uh, big data is kind of the, the new thing. Not so new, but it's continuously growing. And you, you had a similar role uh, at the Red Wings as well. Mm-hmm. What's been your transition uh, from the Red Wings to, to the Suns, you know, whether it's from hockey to NBA or from the role that you were in there to the role now? Yeah, I – I think the main difference, um, when, when I was with the Red Wings, it was pretty interdepartmental. Um, so with the Red Wings, just for background, I was a digital marketing and analytics coordinator. So I was within the digital marketing analytics team, which the, they were kind of combined together um, at that point. And I mostly focused on visualizations and really any sort of analysis to support executive decision making. So it was pretty interdepartmental um, and very project-based. So you know, like one week or one month, I'd be working with uh, like a ticketing project. The next, I might be guest experience or marketing partnerships. It was kind of just automating data um, using our, our data warehouse provider and Tableau, which is a data visualization software, um, and really just kind of creating automated visualizations to support the executive decision making, as I said uh, previously. So, and it was pretty much just kind of like handing it off, um, acting as more of like an in-house consultant. And then with my role here, it's solely focused on partnerships, um, with, which I really enjoy um, working with that data, working with um, really like all of the partners that we have, all of the prospects that we have, and coming from, you know, being able to sell as well at IMG Waz at Ohio, and then having that experience with, uh, with data, with the Red Wings, and then kind of being able to come here and combine both the skill sets, I really think that it's been a good fit for me so far. Um, but I'd, I'd say just the focusing in on one specific department is really the key versus um, kind of more of a project-based situation, which I was in with the Red Wings. 
Well, and, and thinking back to, I think we're almost coming up on two years in terms of graduating from the Ohio sports program and mm -hmm. uh, from grad school, the, you know, thinking back to when you started there almost four years ago, you know, did you think at all that this was what you're going to be doing? Do you have any idea based on your, your prior experiences to the grad program that this is where you'd be? No, not at all. <laughs> I, I, I really didn't have too much of a plan uh, to work in, in the analytics space. Um, really just kind of figured it out while I was there, in all honesty, um, starting with, you know, being able to have the opportunity to sell while still in school. That was a really eye-opening experience to just be able to meet with people and uh, really kind of experience what are their marketing issues, how can we help solve it from a sponsorship angle. Um, that really obviously kind of started everything and initiated the process to where I am today. Um, and then really while I was there, just being able to pick up so many different projects that were based in analytics and then kind of leveraging that skill set and the, um, all the projects that we did, as you know, and especially during like our capstone and being able to leverage that to get my position with the Red Wings. And then, you know, next thing you know, I'm making the move out to, to Phoenix, uh, you know, due to uh, relationships. And yeah, I knew my, my girlfriend was coming out here at the time. So uh, came out here and it, it really worked out. I was able to um, really keep in touch with Eddie Kendrala, who's, uh, the director of analytics with the Suns and kind of start that foundation and that relationship with him while I was at Ohio and, you know, just kind of touch base with them every now and then. And then when the position opened up here, it, it was just a really natural fit. And um, yeah, <laughs> who knew I was ever going to be in Phoenix growing up in, in the Midwest, but no complaints anymore. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, what you went to uh, Truman state, is that correct? And, and grew up in, uh, in uh, Missouri as well. Right. Yeah, beautiful Missouri. Yeah, so going from Missouri to uh, Ohio to Detroit to now Phoenix, uh, on one of our prior episodes with the CIO of the San Francisco Giants, Bill Schlau, he had talked about how he had moved uh, every couple years early in his childhood, and now he's been in a career where he's been in one place for 20 years, but that he learned a ton moving from place to place. What's maybe one of the things that you've been able to – um, hang on to or, or, or learn from as you've moved from place to place. And, and now, you know, not saying you were following uh, Liz out, out there, but uh, at least had a, had a factor in there, right? I absolutely followed her out here. So. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to put words in your mouth. So, uh, What's... No, I, I really think the main thing um, from both, a, both a work and a business perspective, as well as just a personal perspective, being able to – you know, have, have the opportunity, first off, just to live in a lot of different areas. I mean, whether it be rural or city, uh, you know, Michigan, Detroit versus Phoenix, it's obviously different. But the main thing, I think, is just being able to um, continuously develop and grow a network in both a personal sense, just with friends, but also um, from a business sense and just being able to kind of pack up, move to a different place and out there and meet new people. Um, and I really think it's, you know, it really helps me um, and it helped me for sure growing up, just kind of getting out of my uh, shell a little bit and also really embracing different perspectives um, from both a, a work sense and then also a personal sense. No, absolutely. And I guess, is there one thing specifically as it relates to 
um, the culture and trying to adapt to, you know, different personalities, new people, um, whether it's different type of lifestyle and different pace, right? You know, I'd imagine that maybe um, the pace within, you know, uh, grad school was a little different than the Red Wings, was a little different than the Suns, and, and depending on your boss and your leaders, what, is, what does that look like for you so far? Yeah, I mean, every, every place that I've been has obviously had a different culture. Um, and really, the, the main thing is the culture's happening without you, and it's happening with you. So um, really, when you get there, I mean, you, you're being thrown into whatever the culture is. So whether that's, um, you know, a certain business might be more siloed than others ver- versus different verticals. So maybe the ticketing sales team doesn't know what's going on with the marketing partnerships team, and they don't know what's going on with the you know, fan experience uh, department, um, or it might be very collaborative, um, and it really depends. But I, I think the main thing is knowing from a foundation, okay, this is what the culture is now. No matter where it's at, how can we approach it and make it slightly better? How can we make it slightly more collaborative? Because there's always room to grow in that way, um, both both personally and in the workspace. So I really think um, just being able to take that collaborative mindset, being able to really right when you get there, um, kind of dive into developing relationships first, with everybody that you're going to be working with, and then from there, taking on business problems. Well, and you talk about developing the relationships and being collaborative. I think if I remember correctly from some of our past conversations, you oversee a couple people. Um, how, is, how has that experience been in terms of what you've learned from a, a management perspective now? Um, compared to maybe some of your your roles prior. Yeah, uh, that's a great question. I'm definitely still still learning and and striving to be better in that way. Um, really, I think it's just getting to know, um, you know, everybody that if you do have any direct reports, I think it's the main thing is getting to know them on an individual and a personal level and developing that trust right away. Because um, the the fact of the matter is, like, you can't just get in there and expect instant change. Um, when, when I started with the Suns, I really took the approach like, listen, you have your business processes in place already. You guys are the experts and I'm here to start to learn from you. And then once I learn what we're doing here as a, you know, from a process standpoint, then we can adjust. But for now, like you're the experts, I'm not the expert and really learning from them and listening to them and, and getting to know them on a personal level as well. Um, and, and I, I really think that that did help. And I'm still, you know, developing that process. And it's pretty much a continuous process. But um, we've, got, we've gotten into a really good place now where, um, you know, we're able to look at what we're doing. And, okay, you know, this, this is really an area of opportunity for us. Why don't we start to look in this way and either, you know, assign someone to, to work on that and adjust that process or, or do it yourself. And I think it's been a really good experience for me, for sure, um, from a you know, just a growth standpoint and, and being able to kind of take that mentality in because it, it's definitely, it was an eye-opening experience for me um, just because it was my first time, you know, managing direct reports at a, at a full-time level. Sure. No, and from a process standpoint, you mentioned that quite a bit, but uh, what, for, you know, from a journey perspective and, and the process that you've gone through to go from, you know, your experiences early on in undergrad to grad school and et cetera, um, what's be, what's maybe been the best part of your journey thus far and now that you have a little bit of uh, time to look back? Yeah, um, I, 
in terms of like the best journey, I don't know, the best experience maybe. Everything is so unique, I think, based on, on where I've been from. And for me, it's just taking that continuous growth mindset. In terms of just like cool projects that I've been able to work on, um, right, actually right when I got to the Suns, that's when we were in the midst of, uh, as a partnerships team, selling our jersey patch. Uh, so that was a really interesting experience. Like literally, I think in the, the second or third week I was working there, um, I was able to get on the phone with uh, the the PayPal folks who we ended up selling the jersey patch to and kind of talk them through the impressions like that they would generate as well as, you know, what is the value of the patch from a social and a media perspective. Um, and being able to do that was really cool and, and seeing kind of the second half of that of that pitch was absolutely awesome. Um, so I think that was a really cool experience and yeah, being able to just from a day-to-day level, um, you know, figure out, okay, how, what are we doing now and how can we get better? Because my position with, um, with the Suns now is very internal focused, I guess you say. And it's, it's basically looking at what we're doing as a partnerships team, um, what vendors we're working with, how can we improve and definitely seeing that holistic view of the department from, okay, here's how we're pacing with revenue. Here's like, we surpassed our goal. Okay. Now what can we get to? And I, I really think looking at the department as a whole, it's really cool to, uh, to see that all in the back end and, and the growth that we've experienced so far. And I've only been here for a short time, so I, I can't wait to see what's next. Yeah. Well, we can't wait to have you back on in a couple of months or maybe six months or a year uh, as life in the front office grows as well and kind of see, see where we're, where we're all at. Um, yep. but want to kind of finish up with a two minute drill and ask you a few questions, um, as for all the young listeners and, and those who are aspiring to be in sports, just as, as we are, um, maybe what's kind of your, your best interview story, um, and then follow it up with, uh, your best experience, um, thus far from a, uh, from a work perspective. Uh, <laughs> Best interview story. My goodness. I don't, I don't know. I, I think everything's, I've hopefully been good so far. I, we, we're actually, um, we're interviewing for a, a position right now. And I was actually just in, a, in an interview and this, this wasn't me that did this necessarily, but uh, <laughs> I, I was just, you know, making small talk at the start of the interview. And uh, the person that, you know, was applying for the position was just like, all right, can we get into the actual interview questions now? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Th- this whole thing is an interview, you know, <laughs> like from the instant that you pick up the phone, it's an interview. And, you know, half of an interview is just getting to know someone on a somewhat personal level to be able to say, do I want to spend, you know, 40, 50 hours a week with this person? Right. And I-, I thought that was a little bit interesting. Um, in terms of the best experience, I, I go back to the uh, I, I would say it'd be the Jersey patch deal. I thought that that was just a really cool project to work on and, and kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity. And then also um, with the Red Wings, it was really cool. Um, at, while I was there, we were transitioning um, from Joe Lewis arena to little Caesars arena. So kind of seeing that, not that I really had too much of a role in it, but seeing that transition to a new arena and everything that that takes on um, as a business, it was really cool to see as well. That's awesome. No. And, and outside of, uh, Drew at work, what does Drew love to do the most uh, now that he's in, in Phoenix and, and going from various uh, parts of the country? 
Uh, for me, I'd say it's just getting outside. I, I mean, I look at numbers all day and sit behind a computer for, for a lot of time. So I got to get my vitamin D, get outside, get some, some sunshine. All sorts of hikes here. So really kind of just do that. And I don't know, I've always enjoyed going a hike. So I love now that I'm, I'm around mountains, being able to just pick a mountain and go hike it. You know, assuming it's not <laughs> Native American lands, I, I suppose. <laughs> that that or 115 because uh, well, I, I, if I recall you might have gotten there at the end of the summer you gotta you gotta wait until that weather comes so. yeah I'm just gonna pretend that it's not coming back <laughs> there's there's pluses and minus to everywhere my friend um, but no we we appreciate uh, you being on life in the front office today enjoyed enjoyed your time um, enjoyed your insights and advice and looking forward to having you on in the near future I appreciate it and if you want to subscribe and, and uh, follow us on Twitter, follow us at Life Front Office or subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and stay tuned for our episode on Monday with the CEO of the Rose Bowl, Daryl Dunn with Fred Clare. Thank you. Sweet. Thanks for having me, Jake. You have a good rest of your week and a great weekend. Likewise. Have a good